Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. Data powers the business world, and podcasting is no exception. Knowing what works and what doesn't across the whole of podcasting is a major competitive advantage. And guess who now owns it? Hello and welcome to another podcast pontifications with me, Evo Terra. Recently, Spotify reached in their big bag of holding and pulled out enough cash to purchase both Podsites and Chartable. As a serious podcaster, you're probably already using one or both of those services. I know I am. But if you're not, here's a very brief and way, way too far brief, actually, explanation of, of what they do. Third-party validation. That's it. I mean, both do a lot more than that, but suffice to know that a good chunk of the overall podcast advertising spend relies on those two companies, from indie podcasters all the way up to really, really large networks. Both are, or perhaps were, also attractive to podcasters who wanted a more complete or maybe a different view about their show's availability. While just about every hosting service for podcasters provides analytics to their account holders, the data is sometimes sliced and diced weirdly. And even for IAB-certified hosting services, the numbers don't line up because podcasting. So if you've switched hosting platforms or you're running podcasts across multiple different hosting companies or you just want some sort of normalized data on downloads for some comparison's sake, you're probably using one of those two services or something very much like them. And now, both of those services are owned by Spotify, which gives Spotify a lot more access to data about more podcasts, maybe even your podcast, and certainly my podcast. Now, here's why that may not be such a great thing. But first, this episode is brought to you by Buzzsprout. Buzzsprout helps you launch a successful podcast with powerful tools, in-depth podcasting guides, and remarkable support. Learn why Buzzsprout is trusted by over 100,000 podcasters at buzzsprout.com. Hey, it's Evo. Thanks so much for listening to Podcast Pontifications. Whether you're brand new to the show and to me, or if you've been listening since the very beginning so many years ago. If you like what you're hearing, please share it with another podcaster you know. My mission with Podcast Pontifications is to make podcasting better by inspiring serious podcasters like you. So, if you feel inspired, share the show with another serious podcaster. Send them to podcastpontifications.com. And thanks again. See, the issue is in a nutshell. 
and and you can I mean we'll find that whether you see whether you care about this or not after I give you this little nutshell. If you're using either pod sites or chartable to collect data or to provide additional insight on your podcast, Spotify can see that very same data now. If you're using smart promos, attribution modeling, or any of the other nifty features to further optimize your podcast, regardless of your monetization strategy or lack thereof, Spotify can see that very same data. Now, I'm a proponent of making more data about podcast performance public. Downloads, completion rate, subscriber accounts, listening patterns. I- I'm, I'm the kind of loon who thinks that more of that should be unpacked and on display for everyone to see. And yes, I recognize there are lots of implications about what I just said. Yes, I realize I'm in the minority position, but I remain hopeful we'll get there one day. So yeah, I'm all for making data public. So if that's the case, though, why am I, well, I guess if not uncomfortable, at least wary of giving Spotify access to the very sorts of information I would like to see public? And the answer to that is simple. Giving it Spotify does not make it public. It just gives an advantage to Spotify, Spotify only. And while I'm not on the anti-Spotify train, I do try to keep them a little bit of arm's length because... You know, look, Spotify has become the dominant player. By some indications, you might even say they are the dominant player now in podcasting. But their actions have been Spotify first. And sure, I'd expect that same thing for any profit-hungry company throwing around hundreds of millions of dollars like my granddaughter slaps her access card around Chuck E. Cheese. But Spotify has placed massive GDP-level bets on podcasting. If you listen to Daniel Eck talk, sure seems like he's staking the future of his entire company on podcasting. Their investments, incredibly large investments in this space, have to pay off. And one of the biggest ways to find profits is by churning through data. Not just your own data, but data from the entire industry. And now... They, Spotify, have access, unprecedented access, to a statistically relevant sample of the entirety of podcasting. Big shows. Small shows. Shows that release every single day or maybe every single week without fail. Shows that release whenever the heck the host feels like it. Serialized shows that drop all episodes at once and then go darks for months or years. Pod-faded shows that still get downloads. Experiments on new formats and styles of podcasting. Podcasts that switch their hosting companies or get gobbled up by big networks. Podcasts that make money. Podcasts that spend money advertising on other podcasts. That's a lot of data. And it's just going to make Spotify smarter. Smarter about what works in the business of podcasting. Smarter about what kinds of shows people are consuming across all of podcasting. Smarter about the connections listeners have and podcasts have between each other. It is, again, an unprecedented amount of data, and data that only Spotify will own. Now, they've gone so far, I'm being honest here, to say, to state publicly and issue statements saying that they'd never, ever use any of the data that they now own to give them advantage over the competition. 
uh, come on. They're here to <laughs> business and make money. I mean, how long can they keep their hands out of the cookie jar when the pressure from their investors to turn a profit really heats up? My bet is not very long at all. So what am I going to do? I mean, the download you made to listen to the show right now is tracked through both pod sites and Chartable, which now means Spotify. So am I going to remove those services? Maybe. I mean, I'm certainly going to start looking for viable options that are actually neutral third parties. That's for sure. And you know what? You probably should too. With that, I shall be back directly with yet another podcast, Pontifications. Cheers. Podcast Pontifications is written and narrated by Evo Terra. He's on a mission to make podcasting better. Links to everything mentioned in today's episode are in the notes section of your podcast listening app. A written-to-be-read article based on today's episode is available at podcastpontifications.com, where you'll also find a video version and a corrected transcript, both created by Alley Press. Podcast Pontifications is a production of Simpler Media. Find out more at simpler.media. While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic health care need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, Access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donations4abortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, Don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, Abortion.Cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, PlanCPills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up. 
Take care and spread the word.